The sports story everyone's talking about today is just moments away. So call or text us right now at 573-875-KTGR and make your voice heard. This is The Big Show with Andy and Brendan on KTGR. Second hour of the program. Thanks for tuning in to The Big Show on KTGR, KTGR KTGR.com, and the KTGR app. It's Andy and Brendan here. You can call or text us at 875-KTGR. We've got some picks to give to you. We will lock in at 525. Try. I'm going for a, a second straight 5-0 week. I had a perfect props weekend for the Super Bowl. Now I'm going to try and translate it to college basketball. Can I do it? We'll find out in a little bit later on this hour at 525. But before we get to that, we'll talk some Mizzou because yet another chance for the Tiger men to get that first conference win. They have not won in nearly two months. Can it finally happen? We'll talk about it coming up next. 875-KTGR if you want to chime in. But first, it's 5 o'clock. It's time for the top five at five on the big show. Number one. You want to trade away for curtain number one? You can have curtain one. Well, Mizzou basketball has had the midweek off from game action, and hopefully the rest serves them well in what is now uh, a matchup against Ole Miss. Tigers, yeah, they're still seeking that first conference win, and that kind of stinks because it's the middle of February, but they're going to Oxford tomorrow night, 8.30, the tip-off. Can the Tigers get one? Frankly, I don't know, but we air the games on this station, so we're going to talk about it in just a few minutes. Number two. Number two. Your timing is impeccable. A little update on the Pac-12 commissioner situation. Yeah, they've officially parted ways with Commissioner uh, George Klievkov, which we knew was likely coming. His last day apparently will be February 29th. And is this in the no-duh category? I know that Larry Scott was also rather responsible for the death of the Pac-12 conference because about a dozen years ago or so, he kind of felt too big for his britches and said, ah, we don't need to necessarily follow other conferences and worry about expanding right now. I think they got behind the times because of him, but Klievkov was kind of the final nail in the coffin of the conference. Yeah, man, I was surprised to learn he still worked there to this point. Number three. Kind of bummer news in the golf world. Tiger Woods withdrawing from the Genesis, Genesis Invitational after the seventh tee shot of round two Friday and was two over for the tournament, which he's the host of. They said it was with an illness, but he was dealing with some back issues in the round on Thursday. I saw this coming, honestly, earlier in the week. I saw a press conference photo of him, and he just didn't look like himself, and he doesn't on the course anymore either. It's hard to see that for the all-time GOAT, but I think that's just where we are. Number four. Oh, I shanked it. Chiefs picked up the option for Chris Jones. They owe him the incentive money that he earned this year. But it also opens the door for him to potentially be franchise tagged in the range of $32 million for next season if the Chiefs decide to do it. I don't know how much Chris Jones is going to like that, given that he held out of an actual real-life game this past season. So that's a sticky situation. But it may not just be as simple as, hey, go sign Legereus Sneed with some of that money because he's going on podcasts saying he's ready to get paid. The Chiefs have to move forward very carefully and delicately with these situations. Number five. What is the five fingers? Say to the face. CJ Stroud. I speak for Andy and all other Texans fans. Be careful in this celebrity all-star game. 
If Micah Parsons is out there, just stay away. Don't let him cross you up like Stephen A. That's the Big Show's top five at five on KTGR. Yeah, I sure hope that he guards somebody like Walker Hayes. Guard Walker Hayes. Or, the fate of the Texans depends upon it. Or Connor Daly, honestly. Like, I mean, he's an Indy car driver, I suppose. You know, he's in he's an athlete. Shape. Hey, those dudes are athletes, 100%. Yeah. But honestly, the only one that I'm worried about is Michael Parsons because we have evidence. We know this to have happened that he crossed up Stephen A. Smith and, and Stephen A. hurt his ankle. You think he's going to be out there on one of those. Uh, on one of those like three wheelers with his with with his leg on the on the one uh, kind of padded cushion, <laughs> yeah, rolling around right, and, uh, out scooters, there. Scooters, yeah. One of the scooters. Remember the coach for uh, Georgia State in the NCAA tournament that did that. And his son, I think oh, it was Ron Hunter. Ron his, Hunter. His yes. son made the, the, the game-winning shot. R.J. Hunter, and the dude fell off the damn scooter. <laughs> but he had a he had like a serious injury. Like anyway, it was so good. Oh that boy, was such a good something moment. like that. Whatever the case was, yeah, that was. That was what I think of when I think of what Stephen A. will look like coaching the celebrity all-star team after getting crossed up by Micah Parsons. I, there's got to be video of that somewhere. There's got to be, man. Oh. I, I think it's got to be produced in some way, shape, or form because we know it exists. We need to see it. But um, but I don't know. Stephen A., pretty powerful dude. He probably never lets it see the light of day, right? Yeah, he's got he's got he's got yeah. enough money to probably he, keep he, that thing hidden. He'd probably make sure that it, that it gets destroyed or something like that. I think Ron Hunter was in a chair. Isn't that what it was? He was in a chair on the sideline. It was like a wheelie was, chair, is what yeah, I want to say. Because he was injured already previous to the game, and that's why he. <laughs> dude, I just watched the video. He just <laughs> he fell out and he yeah, was on the ground so for like a while, <laughs> and he's like, uh, "Get back, get back, oh, man." That was a great memory for me, too, because I think I had Georgia State in my bracket oh, over yeah. the three-seed yeah, Baylor. Good. Hello, David H. How you doing, buddy? Hey, nice. Uh, nice <laughs> to see you again, David. 875-KTGR. Uh, call or text us. And by the way, uh, just, just a quick uh, PSA for those driving around. Again, it is snowing. Uh, it was snowing earlier in mid-Missouri. Snow's on the ground. There are still some slick spots on the road, so be careful. And especially if you're uh, apparently going on I-70 towards St. Louis, Apparently, there are some big backups there, so uh, on into uh, mile marker 175, kind of near uh, Kingdom City, Montgomery County, uh, and on into Wentzville. Uh, be careful, and also maybe give yourself some extra time if you have to go towards St. Louis, because there appear to be some uh, some long delays on I-70. So Yeah, just go ahead and don't. You don't yeah, want to. Uh, just stay careful, mess with everybody. That. 875-5847 to call or text us. Okay, who you got? Missouri or Ole Miss? I really have to talk about this. <laughs> here, here. How about this first? I give we you the avoided update. most of it this week. No, we? I know, yeah. I know. And it's not that we don't love Mizzou basketball, but it is hard, guys, to five days a week say let's break it down because we kind of all know where it is right now, right? We're gonna we're gonna keep talking about this team, but it's it's a lean year, and uh, we're hoping that they can find ways to turn it around. But it, it, it makes the X's and O's talk fall a little bit on deaf ears. But here's what I will say um, to kind of to kind of you know delay this inevitable a little bit further. You gave the the update on the roads there in mid Missouri. I just want to give the Jupiter roads update. So no, I'll do that no, now. No, Are you ready no, for it? No. Here it is. What, what? And that was the update. There is nothing to. There's nothing to report. Speak of when it comes to the snow down here. It's just fine. That's the second to last time I'm going to bring it up. Okay, <laughs> Gosh, promise. Second to last time. Great. At least until next week. I'm glad. Glad. 
Um, so for anybody driving in Jupiter, Florida and listening to this that's show. That's the road. Yeah, that's the weather report down it's here. It's just you, though. So you're not on the roads. And Is so the it only was one? just for you. I are, think we not big, are, are we not big in Jupiter I in mean, terms of the big shows? Maybe reach? someday. But uh, I'm going to guess Jupiter. for now, no. We have, we have some alien-level takes. So sometimes I think on Jupiter, oh. they probably enjoy our show. Man, we're worldwide on the KTGR app, but I don't think we're... We're not universal per se. Worldwide, but you gotta probably be on planet Earth to get to get the KTGR app. At least for now. That is but true. Hey, yeah. It is free. Know. It's a pl- great place to go and listen to our podcasts. And, but yeah. here's what I will say. What? Advancements in modern technology, who's to say? Perhaps someday the KTGR big show will be available on the planet Jupiter and not just the, the town of down here in in Florida. I'm not going to say never, right? So Never say I'm, never yeah. is what they tell you to do. No. They, they tell you probably don't say never right? because you just never know. You don't. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold out hope for it very slimly. But uh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. So we'll, All right. So uh, th- we'll get those in the works. Okay. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. that was two Work fewer minutes. Channels. That was two fewer minutes that we have to talk about Mizzou basketball. So <laughs> mission accomplished. Okay. Let's go. Mizzou I mean, Ole Miss. Yeah. Mizzou Ole Miss. That's a game. It is a Here's sport. the thing. Uh, Sean East is, uh, they're uncertain on his status for tomorrow. Jeepers. Man, they've been out a week. He's they've been, been out a week. week. Yeah. And, I was hoping um, he'd be, be ready. Yeah. It, it, knee contusion that he suffered against Vanderbilt. That was about a week and a half ago. And Contusion. So, what a bruise that must be. Exactly. Um, he played through it the rest of that game. And so you wonder, okay, after playing through it, what's the recovery yeah, what's- like? That's weird to me. Like, like, because Gates, remember his quote from earlier on, on, I think it was from Tiger Talk earlier in the week, where he basically was asked about his status. He said, yeah, we don't want to do anything that's going to, like, jeopardize the man's future. But you wouldn't normally think about that in terms of an injury that he was able to come back and play after, later in that Vanderbilt game. You know, it's just a little bit, I don't know, a little bit tricky that we're, we're yeah. so far beyond that now. But it was just described as a contusion. So I'm not playing tinfoil hat. I'm just saying, man, it stinks that – you know, for Sean East and the spot they're in, that they, they feel like they've got to protect him a little bit still to make sure uh, they don't jeopardize anything further. And look, it, he's an important part of what they do offensively, but that hasn't been the issue for Mizzou in these games. The issue has been that just in in both facets of the game, they just fell flat. I mean, defensively, imploding early against Mississippi State, imploding early against Texas A&M, you cannot have those types of uh, uh, of those types of starts to games, and they tried to climb themselves out of it, but could not do so. And look, I don't know what a week off does for this team of not having a midweek game to deal with. I mean, you would hope that it helps with health reasons, but again, Johnny's still right. Not sure. That would have that would have been the Pierce idea. Also, still not sure. And uh, Caleb That's Grill, almost impossible also, to me. Right? It's just uh, again. Is Trent Pierce an illness, or what was his deal? It's uh, it's an earness, uh, it, an illness, ears. and That's maybe different. with the ears. I don't know. Um, oh. It's again uh, something okay. that they're trying to to figure well, out what the next steps are for him. But get uh, him right, man. That's, that's yeah. Things. I mean, get him right, and don't don't push him out there if he's not healthy. Um, but uh, I mean the. The fact that now they have to roll with the group that they've got uh, that so far has not been able to hold up for 40 minutes. And, and yeah. you're just taking pieces away from it day by day. And, and look, you're 
you're marching towards something that uh, could be very, very harrowing to deal with. Oh, and very 18. not a good. Kempom puts your chances at 20.6 to is. go winless this That's year. That's way too, way too low. I'm sorry. Really? Yeah. Arkansas, it comes down to that game, right? They still play Arkansas. They're at Arkansas on Saturday, February 24th. So that's uh, that's in a week and a half. That's about what you're – I think that's about what you're looking at. Um, Ole Miss recently, take a look at some of their recent performance. Lost at Kentucky by double digits. Lost at South Carolina, which is now, like, pushing being a top-10 team in the country. Must be nice. Uh, lost to Auburn, like – They've they they've dropped a few games in a row now, Andy. But I just wish this game was at home. You know, it's just maybe the timing. Well, of, I mean, they'll get them at home, I believe. I, I think they're yeah, coming. They do. Yeah, they do. March second, but it's just like the timing of it. Where right now, coming off of a I don't know, coming off of a a week off, where that you're catching them at a time where they're kind of down. Maybe you blitz them, but I I don't know. On the road, it's a no, little harder look, to predict. Again, you're your chances to avoid this are gone. Like your best chances to avoid going winless. There were even a couple chances last week, like home games. They were tough teams. Uh, they got A&M smoked in both those games. So. State. Yeah. I mean, that was, they, they did. Like That I, was the worst week of the season, by the way. Oh, yeah. Those two losses, well, the, pathetic. The last, I'd say, 60 minutes of basketball that they have played is some of the worst basketball that we've seen under Dennis Gates. In yeah, the, second like, half against A&M. Straight, second half against A&M, and then just a whole Well, I mean, the second, the first half was a problem against A&M, like toward the end of the first half, too. So, yeah, I don't know. It, but, yeah, you're talking about Mississippi State game was the one prior right. where they were yeah. in it at halftime, and then they just got run off the floor in the second half. Yeah, you're right, 60 minutes. I conflated, um, well, I guess, which of those games came first? No, yeah. Mississippi State was the most recent game, and they had a they had a half where they were okay, but that was kind of like the first A and M game where you were on the road and it was ugly and disgusting. But you look up and you're down by four. I don't know, man. Like honestly, you can you can even take it further back. Like you shouldn't have lost to both Vanderbilt and Arkansas, and and that happened within the last four games as well. So it's hard to find the angle at this point to say, hey, here's how they're going to get it done. Um, it just is. It's tough. It's tough sledding. 875-KTGR, give us your uh, thoughts on Mizzou men's basketball. Can they get it done uh, against Ole Miss on the road? And, again, Ole Miss, sort of a middling team. I, I don't know. Uh, are they on the tournament bubble at all? Like, they're probably on the outside looking in, I want to say. Yeah, I don't think they're probably even bubble at this at this point because they, they started off looking like they were being given a lot of credit and, and you know, recruiting class that came in. Jeremiah Sharp, right? I, I haven't kept up with what he was doing, but that was a guy that we kind of thought, eh, maybe he had some prior connections to Mizzou. Maybe they would pick him up and, and have a, a nice big on their hands. But it, it, Ole Miss has definitely really fallen as we've kind of gone along with this season. So I'm not entirely sure that it's going to be uh, going to be a case where they feel like they're pushing for the tournament necessarily. Well, they can block uh, with Jamarian Sharp. and yeah, with. Uh, and... I said Jeremiah, didn't I? Jamarian Sharp. Jeremiah, uh, Jamarian. Either yeah. Uh, Either one, look, right? I no. mean, <laughs> it but, is what it is. But at the same time, I mean, you're talking about another team that can't rebound all that well, and that's what Ole Miss has been on the defensive glass, at least. And um, if you're the Tigers, with how bad rebounding has been all season long, 
you try to find any edge you can. And if you can flip that in your favor, great. But it just seems that every time that they flip something in their favor, something else that they have been doing well, like whether it be taking care of the basketball or maybe they've gotten a little bit better at getting to the free throw line, but then they fall flat and only get there maybe eight times for a whole game. Like it's something gets taken away every time that they improve on something. Right, it seems. And, and now looking at Ole Miss, like their win right, loss record is actually still better than I thought because I realized early in the year, but it kind of escaped me in recent weeks as I've, you know, kind of been tied up in some other things. 18 and 6 is their record. So, yeah, that's still well within range, Andy. I got to correct myself. Like they could certainly still make a push. Honestly, just pick it off the games they're supposed to win. And I think they could find themselves on the right side of the bubble. But a big reason why, and another reason that I just wish right now Mizzou was getting that home game instead of playing on the road is because Ole Miss hasn't really figured out how to win on the road. They're 3-5 and five away this year, but 13-1 and one at home. They have done a great job of defending home court to where, you know, that there just may not be that much of an opportunity, especially with the, the size that they do possess as a team. I think it's just tough sledding to think that this Mizzou team, the first time they're going to get one, is going to be away from Mizzou Arena. It's hard to say. Yeah. I mean, we've got a couple home games left, three home games left, and one of them is against top 10 team. One of them is against the number 13 Auburn. So, that's another angle. Well, you know that I can't pick the Tigers again this year. I know. Like, I can't do it. Yeah, like, I know. Until they win one. Yeah. So what's your score? Do we have a spread yet? What's Ken Palm telling us? Do we know? The spread is 10 points Yeah, uh, the, that I saw on unnamedsportsbook.com. Mizzou, doesn't, uh, Mizzou unfortunately, does, likely does not cover that. Um, that's, uh, that's surprising to me that on the road, the way this Tiger team has played, their last two games against teams like AM, Mississippi State, they haven't been within that number. Um, so I'm going to give it Mississippi 82, Missouri 68. Man. Just kind of another one of those where it's like, it almost doesn't matter what the final score is. I, I have a hard time believing these guys can compete and stay in the game till the bitter end, you know? And that score indicates that maybe tonight, or pardon me, tomorrow night will, will be another one where they kind of fall short of that goal. Yeah, I think Ole Miss wins 85-74. A lot of points. A lot of points in this game. But Mizzou, again, won't be able to hold up with enough stops to stay pace in the second half. That's that's where I'm at. 875-KTGR, give us your thoughts if you uh, if you want to predict Mizzou Ole Miss tomorrow night. I will say, like, it's... It's kind of feeling a little bit like the uh, the spring sports season a little bit. There's uh, there's a lot of Mizzou things happening all this weekend. I mean, the, you've got the Mizzou to the Lou events uh, going on tonight for Mizzou Gymnastics. They're hosting Florida and I believe Illinois and Lindenwood as well. For like a quad meet there at the Family Arena in St. Charles. That's so nice. That'll be very cool. Hopefully the weather cooperates enough to get everybody there yeah, safely. Yeah, exactly. And stuff. <laughs> I believe around uh, 6 o'clock is when that starts. Uh, Mizzou Wrestling's on the road, uh, North Dakota State. Uh, Mizzou Baseball's underway now. You can listen right now at uh, KTGR.com, special streaming link that you can go and, and find every Mizzou Baseball game this year. You'll also be able to hear uh, some games here uh, on KTGR Airwaves. Right now they're down 2-1 to one to Cal Poly on the road. I believe uh, fourth inning just ended, so they're in the uh, top of the fifth at the uh, last update. Did you see the score, by the way, for Mizzou Softball in their first game today? They're their first game today, I will have to admit today. that I missed it. So their first game today, they're down in Denton, Texas. They're playing in uh, in a classic there. They played Texas A and M Commerce today. They won one That's to good. nothing. Wow! Neither team had a hit. 
Woof. Not, no hits in the game on How both sides. How would you feel about that? The no, having a no-hitter, you throw no one, hitter. you lose. Yeah, congrats to, to uh, also uh, Sierra no Harrison, a uh, sophomore yeah. pitcher for uh, for Mizzou. Went the distance, uh, got the no-no. But <laughs> Mizzou also did not get a hit in the you game. You know, it, that's one of those games where you just take the positives out of it. You say, hey, we pitched well, we played good defense. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and lean on that and just know that the, the, the hits are going to come. Yeah. That, that, that's a Mizzou softball team turning in a good direction. Um, it feels good. You know what? If you have to get no hit, Andy, you might as well no hit the other team and win the game. That's what I've always said. That's, there you go. I mean, Why you know not? me. I've said that for years, right? So, <laughs> Right. That's how you win. Yeah. <laughs> that's you how just, you win. Yeah, you just no hit the other team. That's, that's how you hits, can avoid getting them? no hit. I need some I need some t-shirts made for the softball team that say like hits who needs them. Oh, you know? man. That probably doesn't that probably doesn't spell exactly what they want for the rest of the season. shouldn't advertise that. That shouldn't but be it's a rallying fun. cry. No, I don't but it's know. like it's like kind of fun just for today. Maybe not a t-shirt, maybe just like a just like put that on like a friendship bracelet that they can wear for like a for like a day. I don't know. Well, kudos to uh, to Jenna Laird because she was really the one that created it. Got a leadoff walk in the first inning, then stole second and third, and came in on a sacrifice fly. That'll play. So that's how it happened. Small ball, you take and, it. Uh, yeah, you never know. So you just get whatever run you can, and that ended up being the only run of the game, the only hit of the game. No hits, uh, I should say, uh, from uh, from Mizzou and Texas A and M Commerce softball today. Mizzou, I believe, is uh, back in action in softball. I believe taking on South Dakota State as we speak. But uh, a lot happening uh, in the world of Mizzou and uh, uh, athletics as spring crossover season is almost upon us. 875-KTGR to call or text us here. You can give us your thoughts on Mizzou and uh, uh, thoughts on the game tomorrow against Ole Miss if you think Mizzou can finally get that first win in men's SEC basketball. But you ask us. We're not too uh, we're not too optimistic that that's going to happen. It might be zero and twelve. It might be twelve consecutive losses by the time we're talking to you on Monday. Will that then inform what we do during the picks of the week with all college basketball to choose from? I'm trying to make it ten for my last ten on my picks. I had a perfect week last week. We'll see what happens uh, as Brendan and I go head to head. In our Picks of the Week, next on The Big Show, KTGR. You're listening to The Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. All right, now, time once again for the Picks of the Week here on The Big Show with Andy and Brendan, producer Chris. Well, he'll have to take the leftovers from what we leave him here on this Take the scrap. Yeah. He can have them. He can have them. Remember how uh, Travis Kelsey, I think it was Kelsey, said, Patrick told him, hey, they, they want the ball. They want the ball. They want the ball. And Kelsey said, they can have it. <laughs> Somebody said it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Chris, he can have the scraps today. He That's can have right. the scraps. You sent me this uh, pick sheet, Andy. I you swear? sure did. Check your uh, 36,572 oh, unread I don't know if that's emails. Right. I don't know if that's the number, but I did find the it's email. Probably more. The uh, email was unread, but now I've now I've okay. read it, All right, and I'm going to click it, and then I'll have it. All right. Very good. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. You had a 5-0 week last week. It was very nice. The props on the Super Bowl, (laughs) that was my... Very uh, good for you. That was my uh, sweet spot. I'm going to be Ty Lue. It's my second 5-0 week. That's the the crazy thing. We were talking about this earlier this week. I've had two 5-0 weeks. I've never had a winless week 
Yet I'm yet. still in last place for the season. A lot of one and four, I guess. Yeah, that's what Because you're 14 games under. I'm going to be the Ty Lue, though, and say you're cheating. Like you called the refs cheating. How could I be cheating? Because well, well, you just I went 5-0, and, oh, and you made up the props, and I don't even know if some of those are real. I don't even know how uh, you. They were all real. The, yeah. the guy is going to get the most birdies or something. It's whatever. Uh, real sports book. You could have gotten it. I'm just saying. Fine. <laughs> all right. All righty. Uh, we're getting to our picks here before high school basketball coverage coming on at 545 today on KTGR. That's why we're getting our picks a little bit earlier. But uh, all right. So we've got college basketball, I believe, 14 games here on this sheet. We've got Texas Tech at Iowa State, Wake Forest at Virginia, Creighton at Butler, Texas at Houston, Duke at Florida State, Marquette at UConn, Kansas at Oklahoma, Texas A&M at Alabama, Florida at Georgia, Arkansas at Mississippi State, LSU at South Carolina, Vanderbilt at Tennessee, Kentucky at Auburn, and then, of course, Mizzou at Ole Miss. And uh, since I won the week, I get to side the order, and I want the ball. I'm gonna he wants do, the ball. Yeah, I'm going to do what the 49ers it. did. Yeah, Brendan says I can have it, but I think the strategy is maybe a little bit better. I had an uh, okay week. First. I had an okay week last week, so I'm feeling good still. Okay, all right. I'm nine games above 500 with four ties. That's that's solid. All right. Well, I'm taking Ole Miss minus ten. Damn it! Against you, Mizzou. To be clear, Big Show listeners. If you're out in your car, if you're at home listening, <laughs> if you're listening later on the podcast, <laughs> what just happened is Andy demanded, instead of doing what we sometimes do to be nice to one another on the show and let the other guy go first, sportsmanship. I've set a precedent for that all year with the picks of the week. Instead, he said, no, this time I would like to go first. There's a particular pick that I would like to make. I need to pick against Mizzou basketball. And he hey, did are you exactly guys that. arguing with me? Like, no. is that what it's going to be? No, that's why I said, damn it, because I was going to do the <laughs> exactly. same thing. Uh, but All it's right, got a good Brendan, look, you go it? ahead. I would do the thing where I go, and now I'm going to pick Mizzou just to show you, and it's going to be great karma. I am not going to be doing okay. that. Um, I, I, I care about these picks of the week, and I don't believe that this one's going to go the Tigers' way. But, but, I do believe... What do I believe? I think I think eleven and a half is too many for Texas uh, to be receiving against almost anybody, um, and I think it worked out for me the last time I took them on the road as an underdog to cover. They're playing at Houston; that's a great team, but I'm going to take the Longhorns plus eleven and a half on the road. I yeah, I think it should be a good game, so it might be pretty close. It's a there. big number, yeah. So uh, that, that'll be something to watch uh, during our picks of the week here on the Big Show, KTGR and KTGR.com. All right. Do I want to go to this game? This this could be an excellent game. Well, tell us more about this game because I, well, I, I'm not inside your head. Well, it's a top five matchup. Marquette at UConn. This, this okay, is going to so be a big one. What are your thoughts here? Because it's a big – for two teams that are both nestled into the top five, UConn yeah. is favored by seven. It's kind of a big number. points. It is kind of big. They are at home. Is, I mean, look, UConn's been excellent this year, and they are yep. at home, right? But that – it's a good chunk of points for Marquette. It's a big number. I'm going to take them. Give me Marquette, plus the points, plus seven. Perfect. You probably are taking UConn then. Is that, is that what you're doing? 100%. 100% right. I'm taking UConn. Is that Look, next? Ket has been really good, but UConn is kind of picking up where they left off. And I know it's DePaul. DePaul, not the too good, but the last UConn game uh, appears to have been 101-65. to 65. Uh, UConn has won every game by double digits. 
dating back to January 31st when they only beat Providence by nine, but that's basically double digits. And then you can keep going back. You have to go back to the 20th of January, the last time they didn't win by nine or more points. So, and they're at home. So I'm going to, I'm going to say free throws, get them there at the end. I'll take the minus seven and fade you. Okay. We'll see. Uh, eight, seven, or, uh, we're doing our picks of the week here on the big show, KTGR and KTGR.com. Okay. I'm going to take it just, just for old time's sake, I'm going to take Oklahoma plus one. They're at home against Kansas. They're not in Allen Fieldhouse, so I feel a little bit safer about this. But I'm uh, I'm still like, okay, I don't know much uh, about Oklahoma's uh, propensity at home. They're only getting a point, so maybe Kansas has, has a chance to get some value there. But no, I'm going to take Oklahoma because I can't do it with Kansas, right? Yeah, honestly, I think it's a good pick, Andy, because OU is 13-2 and at home this year. You know Kansas's road record? Obviously, they haven't lost at Allen yeah, Fieldhouse. Yeah, it's, it's not as good, right? It's The refs are pulling what Ty Lue would call uh, cheating. Well, yeah, they do that. At, when at they're at home. home. We on that. the road, on the road, they're 2-5 and five at, crazy, uh, away. Right? Yeah. So I, I'm not even going to do what I might have done and say, uh, it feels like an inevitable KU win. I'm going to stay away from it. And elect to not fade you on that one because I think you actually, yeah, I think you're on the right side of that one. Um, you know, you, you got to basically win the game. You could push with a one-point Kansas win, but no, nice pick at, at OU. I like that one. Oh, boy. Typically, I want to veer toward the SEC. Uh, today in the Cardinals Clubhouse, we had John Denton of MLB.com wearing his Tennessee Volunteers hat, yeah. whereas new Cardinal pitcher Sonny Gray of Andy Grad. Uh, a proud Vandy grad, or uh, I, I don't know if he graduated. He went there, right, he did. before he yeah. went to the big leagues. Right. And so you've got that kind of lot in there, locking heads this weekend. Uh, 22 and a half, though. Tennessee is favored by. I'm going to go. I'm going to I'm gonna fade Sonny Gray on this one because I don't care how many points it is. This just feels like a mismatch. I'll take the balls at home minus the bundle. Man, 22 and a half points. Humongous number. I hear Huge you, number. but Vandy's. Not not that good unless they're playing Mizzou this year. Doing our uh, picks of the week here on the Big Show KTGR. I am going to lay this other uh, big number. I'm going to lay Alabama minus ten and a half against A and M. I was looking at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, as far as Alabama at home, they're just that. It seems Dominant. they just shoot the lights out. Yeah, and A and M. If they get behind early, that could be real trouble for them. So I don't. I don't like their chances on the road to, to keep it close. So give me Bama minus 10.5. Big number, but I, I think I'll get there. All right, Brendan. I think you'll get there as well. And this one's a little interesting to me. I, I overlooked it until now, but I'm going to go ahead and buy in. South Carolina's playing so well. And the number against LSU, who's kind of mid to me, is only 5.5. And, and South Carolina is at home for this game. And I thought, well, is LSU playing well recently? Let's make sure I double-check. And no, I mean, they got popped by 20 when they went to Tennessee, another kind of top 15 team. They got beat by uh, Alabama by 20 plus a couple weeks ago at Bama. So like on the road against these ranked opponents, they haven't really been able to keep it too close. They only lost by two to Florida just uh, in their uh, previous game, but Florida's not really the same team. I'm going to say that South Carolina can win by six against LSU. I'll take a minus five and a half. Okay. So one more pick for both of us. As we uh, do our picks of the week here on the big show, KTGR and KTGR.com. Man, I'm, I want to pick this game specifically. I want to take a side because 
it, it could be a pretty fun game to to kind of lock into, but I just I'm not sure which side I'm going to go with. Okay, which game? We can talk through this. We're talking Creighton at Butler. I thought that might be it. Yeah. Yeah. Because this I is mean, the, Butler, tough place to play, of course. They're and they're up there. I mean, they. What's their record this year? Because they've they've kind of been down recent recent years. Recent years, sure. I mean, as uh, by their standards, I would think. I they're mean, they, the Big they're East, sixteen they're and nine. They're seven and seven in the Big East. They're hanging that's probably, in. That's tournament bound in that conference, right? more likely than not. Lost two of their last three, but those two losses are against oh, UConn the, and Marquette. This is Creighton. I mean, Creighton's one of the big dogs of the conference. You know they're going to pack that place, that arena. That and they playing. went to Creighton and they beat them by one in a ninety-nine oh, to ninety-eight game. It's always better Back when early Butler's February. when Butler's playing well is always fun. I like Butler being relevant. Get, and they're getting two and a half points. Yeah, that swayed me. Give me Butler plus two and a half against Creighton. Another one bites the dust. I love to sway you when I'm fixing to fade you. I'll take the uh, the Blue Jays. <laughs> I'll take Creighton. Fine. Minus two I and actually half. feel no, just I fine about that. I think you're right to be confident, but I also think Creighton is. It's like when you have a team go on the road. Sometimes it's just a death trap, and and you know that. Teams have a hard time winning on the road in college basketball. It can be really difficult. But some teams that are just so good, come on, Creighton, do me a solid, man. Like, they, they won at Xavier recently. Um, yeah, I think I know they lost, and they're going to be looking for revenge for that game that at Creighton's gym, Butler was able to get the best of them in a, in a shootout. So I, I'm going to go with, with Creighton minus the two and a half. But I, I, I feel like what's going to happen is Creighton wins it by one, and I'm going to be a sad boy, but uh, I faded a couple of your picks today because it, it felt like it would be fun to do so. And that I mean, leaves producer Chris with like a lot of options on other games. Yeah, I mean he's he can be on his own for a lot of these. Uh, there were going to have to be at, there's going to have to be at least one fade by somebody because there are only 14 games, and so uh, producer Chris has choices like Tech Tech and Iowa State, Wake Forest and Virginia. He's got Florida and Georgia out there. Kentucky and Auburn's going to be the game of the week in the SEC. So you can choose between those two teams. Yeah, and I kind of thought, too, that I might go Florida over Georgia. It was, it was identical to this uh, Creighton-Butler game where the road team is favored by two and a half. Don't you think Florida wins that one as well? Like, if you had to take a side in that yeah, one, probably. obviously, I think obviously so. we're done. But I, that that was one that I was kind of thinking about, too. Yeah, I just think Florida's a little better. I don't know. I've been fading Georgia. I think they're just kind of going to end up in the, the middle more of the SEC. Well, it's going to be uh, an interesting weekend of college basketball. And, again, we're, we're – about a month away from, as as Rob Vino was mentioning, in less than a month, it'll be conference tournament time. So, I mean, that'll be fun. It, it, we won't obviously be watching Mizzou for very long. But, no, uh, probably not. They'll get to play on on like a Wednesday. Wednesday in Nashville, and that'll probably be it. So, that'll be the, the end of it. Yep. That'll be uh, their, their only game in what's one of the saddest uh, things in all oh, college basketball. Oh, it's so basketball, sad to be in that arena. If ever been Wednesday night in the SEC. Wednesday night. SEC tournaments. You know what, though? This might be the last year of that because they'll have to update the format a little bit. And if nothing right? else, like, again, I, I I still think you tier it and have buys, but they might do it the way the baseball tournament's going to do it uh, beyond when, when OU and Texas come into the conference. And at least there will be some more interesting teams down toward the bottom that maybe that'll make the, the Wednesday event liven up a little bit. Who knows? Yeah, I think that could be a good change if but we this year yeah that. it's gonna be it's gonna yeah. be a sad little environment for the old for the old tigers yeah well uh again the, you you can catch it uh this weekend uh coverage starts 7 p.m tomorrow night as the tigers again try to get that first conference win in men's hoops 
And uh, Mizzou women's basketball will try to get their uh, next first victory in a while in SEC play this uh, Sunday at Arkansas. So both teams trying to snap losing streaks there. So we'll see if either can do that. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks to Rob Vino of wagertalk.com for joining us as well. Coming up next, it is a high school hoops doubleheader in Columbia as the Battle Spartans take on the Hickman Cupies. It'll be girls and boys action. So a doubleheader coming your way in just a few minutes. Mickey Doolittle and Grant Salzman will give you coverage of that. So do not miss it as uh, those uh, four teams will be doing battle in Central Columbia here tonight. Again, thanks for joining us. He's Brendan. I'm Andy. We're back on the big show on Monday at 4 o'clock. Come with us.